The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 to 36, where Jesus said, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. My dear friends in Christ, in our gospel readings the past two Sundays, we've been looking at Jesus' instructions that he gave to his disciples prior to his sending them out to do some evangelism calls, some pre-evangelism work in areas where Jesus would probably end up going after the disciples had been there. But the instructions that he gave to them, he wanted the disciples to show the same kind of compassion to the people that they ran into, that they met, that Jesus showed to people when, when he saw people who were like sheep without a shepherd, people who didn't have proper spiritual guidance, and people who had different aches and pains and illnesses. And so what Jesus had the disciples do is share the gospel with the people and, and also perform miracles for the people to heal the sick and even to raise the dead, it says. Well, they were to show that same kind of compassion to the people that they met. But what Jesus also wanted them to realize is that there would be some who would be rejecting the message that they tried to share with them. There would be that rejection, and the disciples needed to be prepared for that. So Jesus said to them, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. Whenever you hear that verse, you kind of are probably inclined to say, isn't Jesus contradicting the message of the angels on the night that Jesus was born? You know, in the angels' song, when they said, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Well, in their song, in the words that they spoke that night, the angels weren't talking about the same thing that Jesus was talking about. They were talking about the spiritual peace that Jesus came to bring into the world. The spiritual peace that we have because we have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus our Savior because of his life and death and resurrection for us. But in this section... Jesus isn't talking about that spiritual peace. He's giving well, those disciples and us a reminder. Here we have a reminder for Christ's witnesses of all time that Jesus didn't come into this world to establish an earthly peace. Instead of bringing peace, it says that he came to bring a sword. And with that sword, he was going to battle against sin and Satan 
And Christ's sword, of course, that's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Scripture says, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. When Jesus or anyone faithfully preaches the Word of God to people, that, that Word of God is going to divide people into two groups, two sides, two clear-cut groups. To one group would belong those who, by the grace of God, are called to faith in Jesus the Savior so that they know that what Jesus did for them was that he lived and died for them and paid for all of their sins, that he lived the perfect life so that we'd have his righteousness, so that he died on the cross to pay for our sins, so that his blood would wash away our sins, so that we can be sure of heaven. That's ultimately how the word of God would work on the believer's heart. And then, of course, you have the other group, and everyone who doesn't believe in Jesus belongs in that group of those who have rejected the gospel. Between those two groups, there are going to be at least feelings of animosity unless believers hide their faith, conceal their faith. After the fall into sin, God had said, I will put enmity, that's hatred, between Satan and the woman and between Satan's offspring and Eve's offspring. The enmity that he's talking about here really should exist more on the side of Satan and unbelievers toward believers and well, ultimately God. And that enmity there, especially unbelievers toward believers, Really, that should exist because there hopefully would be a jealousy in the unbeliever toward the joy that the believer has in his Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, on the part of believers, well, we should hate all sin. Well, the sin that's in our own lives as well, but the sin that's in the unbelievers, but we want our our feelings toward unbelievers to be feelings not of hatred, but always of love and concern for their eternal souls. But between believers and unbelievers, at best, there will be an uneasiness between those two groups. Jesus said, I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, a man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Oh, if families, if people are, if, if friends amongst them, if there are different religious beliefs, there will be tension if either group stands up for what he ends up believing. That's why in many circles you'll hear it said that religion is one of those topics that you're just not supposed to talk about. So here we have a reminder for Christ's witnesses. Jesus didn't come to bring earthly peace. 
there will be strife and tension and wars and rumors of wars right up until the end. But through faith in Christ, what you and I have is we have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We have peace with God. We have the peace of knowing that our sins are forgiven and that we can look forward to and be certain of eternal life in heaven. See now, that's the peace that really matters. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us the peace of God which surpasses all understanding so we can know we're forgiven and heirs of heaven all because of Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.